Online sports betting with Iowa's preferred sports book, Elite Sportsbook, is here. Active Resort Club members can log in, fund your account, and place your bets at elitesportsbook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, all in the state of Iowa. Hello from Eastern Iowa, where there's snow on the ground on Halloween, which can cause just one response. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, welcome to the Holostradamus Odds Pod for Halloween and the first college football Saturday of November. Tim Sullivan is here as always to co-host. Nathan Ford is here as always to produce. And EliteSportsBook.com is here as always to sponsor. So let's get going. It's an unusually threadbare college football slate for, for the middle of the season. Uh, Iowa's not playing Saturday. Iowa State's not playing. Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin, Oklahoma, Alabama, LSU, they're not playing. My goodness. Yeah, so basically we're left with a pretty crummy bunch of Big Ten <laughs> games. We'll talk about those later. We'll have our foolproof locks of the week. But for now, we're going to, since we've got this sort of wide open schedule, it's not all that appealing. We're going to take a look at how brilliant or boneheaded we've been in the first two-thirds of this season, swings we've taken that have connected, those that have missed. And, uh, Tim, I've kind of left this up to you. to. Uh, yeah, I had to do some research. I went back and listened to the podcast because I couldn't remember them all. Uh, but we've had a total of 48 picks that we've taken this year. Um, that includes our locks. And so I'm not sure if you're, you know this, but you I actually don't. have a winning record. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. <laughs> like what, 25 and 23? Or? Yes, sir. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if I made 48 bets, I'd be losing money after the 10%. <laughs> yeah, but hey, you know, if you have 25 of those, are on the upswing, so. I need 26 or 27. Or <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm actually a 20 and 28, and I attribute that to week two and uh, picking a lot of Nebraska to be victorious, I think, uh, kind of messed me up. Yeah, that's the road to disaster. Yeah, <laughs> we know now. But <laughs> no. and uh, then we are both uh, four uh, four wins on our locks and five losses uh, on our locks. Okay, so they're misnamed, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember my lock last week. I know it was bad. Well, uh, I can remind you if your lock every week, if you'd like to know. But uh, last week you had San Diego State, or not San Diego State, South, uh, Dakota. South Dakota State. Oh, they almost hit. <laughs> yeah. That game was tied, I think, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, they uh, almost they almost had okay. that one. So, right. and I was able to pull out my Hawaii victory after completing my Hawaii. See, you're always better off going with Hawaii over one of the Dakotas, <laughs> you know, this time of year. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, uh, and you, but one thing that you have been successful on is uh, you've picked Notre Dame a couple of times uh, for your lock, and uh, you've won both times that you've picked Northwestern, so. Northwestern? Or not Northwestern, North Dakota, but you have also won a lock with Northwestern this Notre year. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. What am I saying? North Dakota. North Dakota. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got ND. <laughs> yeah, I stayed away from Notre Dame last week, and yeah. that was, uh, I, I took Michigan, and we both did, and. That was yeah. – a lot of people took Notre Dame to win that game over Michigan. Yeah, we both took Michigan. We got that right. Yeah, we had a good – that we took a lot of extra picks that uh, last week. And uh, so uh, you went six for four last week. I went seven for three. Oh. 
So we we did pretty well. well. Good for us. Yeah, and you and you got your uh, Rutgers victory. Yes, yes. Jerry Falwell Jr. got sent back home <laughs> no. with his tail between his legs. <laughs> no celebrating on his behalf. <laughs> um, I've even broken it down a little bit. Um, where uh, so for as far as picking Iowa, I have. It turns out I have picked Iowa every uh, time this year. Have you really? So that's. I guess I'm kind of a fan. Did you realize you were doing that? Or? I, I didn't realize it, and there was probably only really one game where I was concerned about picking Iowa because I felt pretty confident, but it was probably the Purdue game where I maybe could have, should have, maybe not picked Iowa. I don't know. But What's Iowa's record against the spread? Do you so, know? Uh, I basically just have our it's record. not too good. Yeah. I mean, for me picking Iowa every game this year, I'm 4 for 4. So... Well, okay. Yeah, that's picking on Iowa. So they're four and four against the spread. Yeah, and they did cover last week. Okay, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They did. Yeah. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, you picked Northwestern last yeah. week. I, the, the, it was ten and a half, and that half point <laughs> seduced me. I needed more than <laughs> needed a few more than that. Yeah. Well, if I had told you Northwestern scores zero, you was. Yeah. yeah. And and actually, that was a pretty safe bet. I mean, yes. And you're you're two for two picking Iowa and two and two against. So, mm. um, as far as Iowa State goes, I'm uh, I've picked Iowa State uh, out of the looks like I picked them three for three. And again, picking against Iowa State, I'm zero for two. So I shouldn't pick against Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Well, you should have last week. Yeah, I should have last week. Yeah, I was there, and uh, boy, they should have won that game. Yeah, was that. Was how was that atmosphere there? Well, it was a good ball game. I mean, it was entertaining as as could be. It was like a palate cleanser for me after <laughs> having been to three straight Iowa games where, you know, the f- touchdowns seemed like a, a foreign concept. But Oklahoma State has some really great. I mean, just a fantastic running back and a wide receiver who's terrific. And and then Iowa State's. They got a, this freshman running back. They've got Brees Hall. He is gonna be something. Well, it's funny you should mention that because I was looking at our um, <clears throat> uh, some of our predictions and things that we said early on in the year, um, basically the first podcast or so. Uh, but one of the things that you said is that uh, we were questioning Iowa State's running backs, and you said, "I don't know. I just assume Campbell midseason he'll pull up some freshman running back, and we'll be like, oh, you got one of these.' So. Wow, what do you know? (laughs) (laughs) So this isn't a bad thing, you know. For for just keep these positive things coming. You got any more of those? Um, let's see. Uh, well, here's something that we could could happen, and uh, this is one of the things I wanted to ask you. Maybe uh, I'll throw a couple of. uh, Let's put it this way. Uh, What are the odds, or what are your feelings? One of the two. You can put it. You can frame it however you want to answer this, but. this is something you said. Uh, good Iowa teams always have a memorable road win. So, my question to you is: What are the odds that that memorable road win comes next week at Wisconsin? Well, that's the only place that I would qualify. Obviously, Nebraska to me is at this point it's expected. That doesn't mean it's guaranteed, but I was going to be favored in that game. Uh, yeah, I mean it's got to be Wisconsin and. As far as the odds, I'd right now I'd put it at about, I think forty uh, percent maybe. So I'm not sold on Wisconsin, and they sort to me they're they're a team that peaked, and they have their limitations, but that's going to be a tough place for Iowa to score, you know. So I, I was going to need maybe a, 
its best, really its best offensive game of the Big Ten season. I'm not saying the most points. I'm saying the offense is going to have to be at its best. And if it is, I think they get out of there with a win. But, uh, boy, I, I mean, right now on the surface, that's looking like it's going to be just an ugly mud hole of a game. <laughs> yeah, do you think, uh, so watching uh, Wisconsin perform against Ohio State last week, do you think that changed your opinion anymore? Well, the, the game before did, the, the loss at Illinois. That kind of exposed to Wisconsin, I think. But that, that Ohio State game is a little misleading because it was a tight game in the, at halftime. And then secondly, I just think Ohio State is, is on its own island in the Big Ten, and it might be the best team in America. So I, I hesitate to go too down on a team for getting blown out in the second half at Columbus. Uh, they come home and with, you know, two weeks to regroup. And, I mean, they know Iowa. Iowa knows them. There aren't going to be any surprises. It's not going to be any tomfoolery. It's just going to be slug it out. And whoever makes the least mistakes wins. So, you know, again, I think it's a winnable game for Iowa, but I wouldn't go on the record and say I think they're going to win. All right. So right now you're saying roughly 40% yeah, chance. Yeah, how about you? That's pretty good. Uh, I, I said earlier I thought uh, Iowa would beat either Penn State or Wisconsin this year, and they didn't beat Penn State. I think uh, <clears throat> Nate Stanley going back to his home state, you know, maybe plays a little bit inspired. He's got to get a victory. Maybe uh, you've got to think he desires a victory against them at least once in his career. And, uh, yeah, I think they got to – I put it about that, 40 45% mm -hmm. chance. Well, it's, it, the nice thing about it is, at least, it sets up for, I mean, we'll have had two weeks to look forward to this. And I think people are looking forward to this game. And mm -hmm. the mood is better around here than it was a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it was, instead of, well, the season shot, after you lose two games like that to two really good teams, it's, well, you know what? You can still win the West. Yeah. So... And I think we needed that little bit of time to try to get Penn State and Michigan to believe that they were both pretty good teams a little bit. Yeah. I mean, Michigan is not as bad as people were making it out to be, and it played a great game against Notre Dame. And then Penn State still hasn't lost. Yeah. You know, so and, – and, and both of those teams scored their season lows against Iowa. Um, one other thing you said early on in our first podcast was uh, – that you don't see a great team in the West, in the Big Ten West. Mm -hmm. So where we sit today, do you see a great team in the no, Big Ten West? I think West? that's – I don't think that there's any argument there. There's mm. not. No. Nope. You know, uh, Iowa might have the best team in the West. Minnesota's 8-0, but you know what? Uh, they haven't beaten a team of any repute. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not criticizing yeah. – they didn't make the Big Ten schedule, right. and that their non-conference schedule wasn't bad. I mean, they had the guts to go on the road to play Fresno State, and won you know that game by a whisker, you know, very late in the game on a great pass play. But they did win it, mm -hmm. and uh, so my hats off to them. But to call them a great team at this point, I think would be absurd. Right. right. Well, one of the other predictions you made was uh, you said a. 12 and 1 Big 10 team that uh wins the Big 10 will go get into the playoffs. Yeah, now um hard for me to see that. Although 
Uh, I'm trying to think of a scenario. It would take something really out there. You know, Penn State losing a very close game at Ohio State and then Ohio State losing in the Big Ten Championship. But that's that's asking a whole lot. So I would say that that was a bad prediction. What about a last-second win by Michigan against Ohio State? Ohio State still wins the Big Ten Championship. Well, you know, okay. But, again, you're asking for a whole lot. You know, but yeah. but you know what? I'm not ruling out Michigan in that game against Ohio State in Ann Arbor because I think Michigan has found its footing, mm-hmm. and it's just you know, it's going to be one of those days where whatever Ohio State's done in the first eleven weeks isn't going to matter. It's got to go out there and do it all over again, and it's going to have some blowback. I made a few uh, predictions early on as well. I said that if Iowa were to, able to beat uh, Iowa State this year, I think Iowa will be 10-2 uh, and two this year. What are the odds that you see Iowa finishing 10-2? and two? Well, I think if they beat Wisconsin, they will go 10-2. and two. So I, I would put that at 40%. All right. Um, I mean, I, 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 right now I think Iowa is 80% to beat Minnesota at home. I don't care what Minnesota does the week before against Penn State. I just think Iowa's a better team, and it'll be at home, dot, 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 DDD. But if Iowa goes to Wisconsin and lays an egg, and Minnesota is still all cranked up, okay, I might, might alter that a little, yeah. but to what me, if, I, What if Minnesota were able to beat Penn State? I'd, I'd love it. <laughs> For starters, I'd love it. It'd be, it'd be a great week to look forward to a nine and zero Minnesota. I've been talking about this all year. Minnesota yep. could be nine and zero when they come to Kinnick, and wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> you know, and Iowa fans would love a chance to. Okay, your perfect season ends right yep. here and now. Yep. And bring the pig along. Yeah. <laughs> or or leave the pig alone. You ain't you ain't. And then that. yeah, if Iowa were to they were to beat Penn State, Iowa were to beat Wisconsin, that sets up for a real huge game there, Kinnick. It then... would be a division title game in reality. Uh, but then you know you've got right yeah. after Minnesota, you've got Illinois, and you say to yourself yeah. all year long, that's <laughs> Iowa's reprieve. <laughs> And now all of a sudden, <laughs> Illinois is playing better ball than a lot of teams yeah, are. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. You're looking at pretty interesting last week of the season as well. So. Well, I hope so. And then you wonder when they go to Lincoln, what kind of state of mind and body will the Huskers be in? Well, and that's how I feel like even the last year or whatever is. Uh, Nebraska it seems like would get beat down, you know, by a lot of these teams and kind of have. At some point, you kind of do have to rise up, and you 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 finally have a good team come in the last game of the year, or you're going to their stadium like they came last year, and they, you know, I will put it on it initially, but they had some fight left in them and made it an interesting game towards the end. So yeah, it's. Um, I mean, I just boy, I, I I wasn't one of the goofballs who were picking Nebraska to win the division title, and there were a lot of people <laughs> yeah. who were, but I thought that they would be. They would have made strides, and I'm, I just haven't seen it. Yeah, you even went with them last week. I picked Indiana, but you went with Nebraska last week. Yeah, well, you know, that. And speaking it was kind of, of a coin flip. Speaking of that, I've uh, when I've pick, been picking Nebraska this year, I am 0 for 4 on picking Nebraska. Um, when I pick against them, I'm 2 for 2. But when you're picking Nebraska, you're 1 for 4 and picking against your 
Well, anybody that's been picking them is <laughs> not doing the right thing. <laughs> and we're going to, you know, we're going to have them on our uh, slate again here a little bit later in this podcast. So it's like, okay, I might have to think twice on it. Because I think I'm leaning towards them again this week. But anyway, well, what have you got for us when we come back? Well, uh, just a few more uh, questions along those lines, and then yeah. just a couple of fun questions that uh, what are the odds of this and that happening? Good. Uh, so we'll check that out when we come back. All right. We will be back after this message. It's football season. Place your bets with Iowa's preferred sportsbook, EliteSportsbook.com. Resort club members, log in now and place your bets at EliteSportsbook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a resort club member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. Okay, we're back here on the Odds Pod. What's next, Tim Sullivan? Well, I just want to say myself a couple more things that I had said. Um, one thing is I said I was going to Indianapolis uh, for sure if they finish 7-2 and two in the uh, Big Ten. They're for sure going. 6-3, and three, it's possible, but 7-2, mm-hmm. and two, they're for sure going. So I think the, the math doesn't bear that out yet. Yeah. Minnesota, somebody else would have to beat Minnesota. Yep. Yeah, they got to. Yeah, and that's going to be tricky. So. But I think you're right. I mean, yeah, if they go 7-2, and two, chances are Minnesota's going to lose to either Penn State or Wisconsin. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah, I think that, like I said, that'll fit. You know, Iowa will be able to sit there on Saturday, and, and if Minnesota only has one loss going into that Wisconsin game, they're yeah. going to be the biggest Wisconsin fan. Here's the thing about Minnesota, though. Uh, they're getting better every week. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're playing, quote-unquote, Big I, Ten football. Yeah, I know. I'm actually starting to lean towards – Minnesota pulling off an upset against Penn State. Well, uh, Penn State is so explosive uh, on both sides of the ball. I mean, they can create turnovers pretty quickly. But Minnesota is just playing. uh, In the beginning of the year, they were doing just enough. But their defense has really come on. And I know that they haven't been playing the best teams in the Big Ten, but they're they're holding teams down. I mean, they are they're just not giving an inch uh, now of late, and that's to me the sign of winning teams. In late October, they're playing these Marylands and Nebraskas, and they're just putting their well, foot I on know their throat. Penn State has a defensive lineman that's going to be suspended for that game as well. Yeah. So, yeah, and and uh, it'll be something different up there. It'll be a big game yeah. atmosphere, and and and. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I I think it's a 50-50. I really do. I and I again, I would love to see the Gophers win it, just for storyline's sake. <laughs> I know I'm sure Hawkeye fans don't want that, but uh, I like to see new things. Yeah. And the Gophers haven't been eight and zero in any season. I think since 1941. That's yeah. That's something. Uh, that's insane. Not too many uh, people watching college football these days have ever seen. No, uh, I would say <laughs> maybe. Point zero one percent. Sid Hartman of the Star Tribune has seen it. Probably. Uh, All right. Uh, well, uh, the man's ninety nine. <laughs> I also was not sold on Texas this year. I just want to put that on the record. Well, 
wise of you not to be. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a couple of little uh, silly things. One is, do you think we will see a, a trick play out of Iowa uh, against Wisconsin or Minnesota this year? Uh, yeah, we really haven't seen anything of the sort, have mm-hmm. we? Seemed like last year we were, you know, mm-hmm. seeing a lot of that, especially a lot of those, you know, <laughs> well, you know special what? teams. So basically, they've set it up. They haven't showed a thing. Maybe they really wanted to beat Wisconsin this year. They've had Iowa's number, and they're putting a lot into that yeah, game. A lot of little. A lot of times, it's just you're you have it installed, and you're ready for it, and the situations never come up. But and I, you know, I would have to pour over box scores and game film, but I don't remember very many situations thinking this would be a good time. There was something. one point this year, and I can't remember. Maybe it was against Purdue. I think that they. Uh, Colton Rastetter split out and was that quarterback for a second, and they got, and then they didn't get the look they wanted. They yeah, went back to, I'm not sure if they were serious about that or not. Yeah. I, I, I never did uh, figure that out, I guess. But yeah, I mean, look, if you're going to save it, you've picked the best. I mean, you've done well. Yeah. You've saved it for when you're going to need it. So let me put it this way What are the odds? This is the odds pod. What's more likely to happen this year? Do we see. A, Minnesota beating Penn State, B, Michigan beating Ohio State, or C, Auburn beating Alabama? Well, it's not Auburn. Um, although, where is that game? I don't know. Is that at Alabama? I, got it. I didn't even look okay. that up. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I, Auburn's decent, but I take Bama. Uh, I'm going to say Michigan. Uh, boy, now one, hmm, that's tough. It's tough. Um, I, I like Michigan's chances of by week 12 being ready to pull it off. They got a lot of things they'll need to get off their chest then. People have been yeah. talking a lot of crap about Michigan, you know, this year. And Boy, and, and how the Big Ten would hate that because it's, yeah. it endangers a playoff spot. Yeah. They went three straight years without one of those. But maybe Ohio State's so impressive this year that if, as long as they didn't have a horrible loss to Michigan or something like maybe. that, they, maybe there's a maybe. chance. I mean, some of them teams are starting to lose. I mean, Ohio you know State I, losing. I, I, boy, that's such a good question, though. Um, I'd say I'll say Minnesota. Minnesota pulling off the win. Yeah, Ohio State, State to me is has been so powerful that I'll believe that they get beat when I see it, whereas. I can see Penn State going to Minnesota and losing. All right. But I'm saying this without any conviction. Now, this is taking out perhaps the front runner, but uh, who do you think out of these options has the best chance to perhaps carry home the Heisman at the end of the year? Mm-hmm. A, Justin Herbert from Oregon. B, uh, Justin Fields from Ohio State. C, Chase Young from Ohio State. Or D, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. Oh, it's not going to be Taylor. They lost twice. They're not in the playoff discussion. That that takes out a running back. Uh, I don't think it'll be Fields because I think Young will siphon off votes from him. And uh, I don't think Herbert – I saw some of their game last Saturday against Washington State, and he didn't throw a touchdown pass in that game. Mm. Um, and plus people just don't get to see him too often. I think that there's going to be this big movement nationally 
to vote for Chase Young. Now, we're not talking Jalen Hurts, okay? You left him out intentionally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, I think he's he and Joe Barrow yeah, of LSU yeah. are the favorites. Yeah. I think that Chase Young's going to be in New York for the ceremony, and I think that if the Buckeyes go 12-0, and that he is going to get a lot of first-place votes. And I have a vote, and I think if they keep winning, we're not supposed to say who we vote for. Yeah. But I will say that I will very strongly consider voting him in the first slot. You have you go one, two, three with your votes. Because, A, I always like to vote for defensive players if mm. somebody's, you know, seems uh, a strong candidate. I voted for Sue of Nebraska several years oh, ago. Yeah. And, and secondly, it's just, to me, such a farce that every year it's an offensive player. Every yeah. year. <laughs> I mean, the game is played on both sides of the ball. And you win with defense. Yep. So, of the players you named, I'm, I'm predicting that Young finishes the highest. Okay. All right. Uh, this is a, kind of a silly one. What of, what of these three, and these could be very unlikely, but they're just for fun. Uh, playoff scenarios, would you like to see best? We got uh, A, Alabama, LSU, Penn State, and Oklahoma. We got uh, B, LSU, Utah, Ohio State, and Clemson. Or C, Georgia, Oregon, Minnesota, and LSU. Uh, give me C. Uh, I I think Minnesota being in that would be absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. That means they'd be 13 and 0. Yeah. That would be phenomenal. <laughs> that means that they would have beaten Penn State, Iowa, Wisconsin, and probably Ohio yeah. State. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, if they beat us, I would have to go for that. I don't care well. what the other three teams are in that mess. I see that you've got Alabama and Clemson on the outside. I like that. Yeah. Give it to me. Yeah. Give it to me. What what I would like to see is I don't want to see Alabama. I don't want to see Clemson. I think Alabama's going to have to lose twice to fall out. But I don't understand people who've picked Alabama above LSU in the rankings. The teams LSU has beaten compared to Alabama. Uh, no contest. LSU's beaten some really mm -hmm. good teams. But they play each other, and they play in Tuscaloosa next week. And... Uh, I'm afraid that's where things change. If LSU could get out of there with a win, that'd be wonderful, mm -hmm. you know. And I don't care. I mean, I don't have any family ties in Baton Rouge or, you know. In, so uh, if LSU were to beat Alabama and finish the regular season undefeated and then maybe lose to Florida or Georgia in the SEC, does that take Alabama out of the picture, do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I, well, no, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't because they'd be twelve and one in their or eleven and one, and their only loss would be to LSU. So if uh, Ohio State was to barely lose to Michigan and stomp whoever they played in the Big Ten championship, do you think they would pick Alabama over Ohio State? Uh, if they're both eleven and one, yeah. Um, or well, Ohio State would be twelve and one, and, and, one? and uh, yeah. Alabama would be eleven and one. Um, no, I think Ohio State would be, if you compare the schedules, I don't think that, well, you're asking me, Kyle, this is, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't have these schedules memorized. I know Alabama will have played Auburn, will have played LSU, but Ohio State 
will have beaten Penn State, will have played Michigan on the road, will have won a Big Ten championship game. So, to me, it's a push, and I think that Ohio State would have a little more sentiment because there's going to be a little subtle pressure to not have two SEC at the expense of a Big Ten team. I got something different here. This is going to be a few different options on this, but there's only going to be one right answer. Which of these comedians have I not opened for? We got uh, Tom Arnold, Bob Saget, Dave Chappelle, Jim Gaffigan, Louis Anderson, Steve-O, Jimmy Walker. Steve-O's a comedian. I did not know that. Yeah, No, that's, that's actually a true statement, what you just said okay. there. And uh, Cato Kalin. Jimmy J.J. Walker. Yeah, Jimmy J.J. Walker. Okay. And Cato Kalin. Okay. Well, uh, and you know what? I don't know of in, about any of these for sure that you have. So that, this makes this very hard. I will say that you have not opened for Jim Gaffigan. Wow. Is that you right? You got it correct, yeah. You opened for Chappelle. Yeah, I opened for Chappelle a couple different times. Wow, what was that like? Uh, yeah, that was fun. I had, I had The funny thing was there's a couple of uh, friends of my cousins that kind of knew me, you know, just uh, a little bit. And uh, the first time I opened for Dave Chappelle was actually at Stevens Auditorium in Ames. And uh, they were these friends of my cousins were in the audience, and uh, he runs a bar, so they... Uh, they said, yeah, we went and saw Dave Chappelle, you know, last night. And they said, well, then you saw Tim, my cousin. I'm like, what? And like, no, that guy opened for him. That wasn't Tim. And like, no, he was. That was him. And they, so they didn't, <laughs> didn't even realize because they had talked to me just in regular. And some people don't realize that I'm a comedian when they initially talk to me and then until they come to my shows. So um, it usually is. Uh, and people are like, no, Tim can't be a comedian. He's not He's not funny. He don't, I, don't, I don't really go around my life, uh, you know, uh, you know, shoving my uh, comedy in people's face uh some people are uh, real you know upfront with it and uh mm -hmm. i you know i kind of just lay back in the weeds and wait for my opportunities at this point in my life you but, can turn it off yeah. very easily some <laughs> yeah. guys don't though right yeah some guys don't and they want to be the center of attention all the time and i mean when i uh went on my first date with my fiance she was I actually had met her at a i performed for her company and uh long story but anyways we went on a date and she was worried I was going to be this annoying comedian, you know, like, but I'll go on a date with this guy and see how it goes. And she was surprised that I was actually, uh, you know, a normal human being and not <laughs> so annoying. So uh, that surprised her. So uh, a lot of people, so they, like I said, these guys didn't even realize I had opened, you know, I was the guy. They knew me and they didn't even realize from the stage that I was the same guy. So, well, uh, but I've also, Tom Arnold, uh, do you have a personal relationship with him? Uh, not too much. Uh, he was a little bit different um, working with him. I mean, nice enough, but uh, he kind of, kind of kept to himself and was a little awkward to talk to, um, which I thought maybe would be a little different, being that you know we we're both Iowa guys and he seems to be you know pretty up on Iowa. But uh, you know he was cool towards the end, but he was a little bit, I'd say, a little bit weird to get along with at first. Um. What kind of an act did Cato Kalin have? <laughs> Cato Kalin, by the way, 
one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet in life. That guy was so nice. Is he the kind of guy who you would let stay in your guest house? <laughs> he is, definitely. He's <laughs> the kind of guy. I might even put him in my regular house. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he kind of got a bad rap during that whole thing. And uh, he, But he is the nicest guy you, you probably could ever meet, one of the nicest people. You know, Jimmy J.J. Walker is one of those guys who is like, held in really high esteem by comedians, isn't he? Well, uh, somewhat, yeah, and somewhat, no. I had an interesting conversation with him because uh, some people give him a bit of a bad rap at times because, uh, one, he doesn't do his dynamite thing, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't which I, I get, you know, he doesn't want to, you know, he's, had a, he's a comedian outside of that, but some people also want to see him, you know, just say dynamite once, you know. <laughs> but uh, um, some comics uh, really didn't get along with him very well. And I actually was talking to him about that one night saying, you know, some comics say this about you and that. And then he was basically, you know, he was interesting because I was a real young guy when I first, you know, met him. And he was saying that you'll find that kind of the bigger you get going, the more kind of trash people will talk about you and uh, make you out to be. And so he kind of, you know, cleared the air as far as, some of the things that I was mentioning to him about, and you know, he was a pretty cool guy. Who is the? Uh, this might be an unfair question, but who's who's? Do you think is the best comedian you ever opened for? Oh, it has to be Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were in. We did a show at the. Uh, well, we did several shows at the Pageant the Theater in uh, St. Louis, and I don't know, it's five thousand seat theater or something like yeah. that. But uh, and he had. We did. Two nights, I think we did two shows each night, something like that, uh, there and um, and uh, but it was during the uh, the issue that they had in Missouri with the police shooting and mm-hmm. things like that. He actually went earlier in the day and kind of visited there, and then he he kind of was reluctant, but he's like at the end he's like, well, do you want to hear my feelings on this? And and then kind of towards the end, after his basically after his show, he kind of gave his feelings on the whole situation. And it did it, you know, in his kind of his comedic way, but it wasn't his act. It wasn't part of his act, but he, you know, had some funny points. But he had a real reasonable point that either side you wanted to fall on and that issue that you could listen to him. And and it just kind of from watching backstage as he was doing that, it kind of made me feel like you're seeing Richard Pryor to a certain degree because he was, you know, expressing a lot of concerns and a lot of interesting points that, I mean, he's he's a pretty smart guy. Mm -hmm. You know, and and that and it reflects, I think, in his comedy because as a comedian, you watch him and you want to uh, be like him. You wish you could take those social issues and make them funny like he does. There's and, a reason uh, why most people can't. It's, yeah. it's just not, you know, it's it's a rare thing, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it is. and it's tough. And especially, you know, I see a lot of young guys try to start off and they think that they can, you know, come up there and do that. And you don't, you definitely can't start off like that. Even Dave Chappelle couldn't start off like that you know when he started his career so mm-hmm. i mean i i hear you say that and and i was on satellite uh sirius xm radio just sometime this fall they started a johnny carson channel yeah where yeah. all they do is play old tonight mm-hmm. show they're all old but mm-hmm. tonight shows and without being able to see it it, it loses something but yeah. uh you hear comedians do their routines and i heard george carlin on there not long ago and George Carlin from way back wasn't the George Carlin that yep. most of us kind of remember. The, you know, polit- politically yep. conscious, yep. 
uh, a lot of bite mm-hmm. in his act. I mean, he did basically a silly comedy routine. Yeah. Yeah, that um you yeah. grow into things. Yeah, you grow. Yeah, you grow into it and you kind of have to build your uh, you know, audience base and what people expect out of you and and you know, and then you put yourself out there eventually and people come along, but you got to have the confidence to say it and you also can't just be saying stupid things trying to make them funny. You have to have smart things to say made mm-hmm. funny. And uh, I think that's what Dave Chappelle does. It has Chappelle to be based does. in truth or at least your yeah. truth. And I don't think anybody does that better than Dave Chappelle right now, so. Mm-hmm. Um Interesting. I, I'd like to talk to you more about some of this stuff yep. uh, in the future. When we come back, we'll get back to the odds. We will have this week's Big Ten games and our locks that aren't really locks. So we'll be back in a moment. Looking for the perfect spot to watch the game? Place your sports bet and get a great burger and brew? Visit the Elite Sportsbook at Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa. Or Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa. Or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. For Iowa's preferred sportsbook, check out EliteSportsbook.com. Okay, we've got games to pick. And they're not great games. Nebraska at Purdue. Nebraska is a three-point favorite. Uh, This is the state of (laughs) Purdue football, that they're at home against Nebraska and that they're not a favorite. But Purdue's (laughs) reeling. Nebraska's kind of reeling. What do you think? I don't – I don't. I mean, it's weird how Purdue seemed to have some good fight against Iowa and then laid an egg against Illinois. And now they got Nebraska (laughs) – Good Lord, how do we have to pick this game? I know. <laughs> you're, you're Vegas right, puts a number on it, yeah. and you look at well, it, and you can't so make heads or tails out of what it. What is that number again? Nebraska. Three, Nebraska. Oh, my gosh. And I have not won one game with Nebraska this year. Nebraska, please, I'm going to go with you. I'm going <laughs> to say let's get one victory with you this year. I'm going to take Nebraska and the three points. Now, the Huskers have lost five in a row against the spread, so there's a reason why we've – Made tragic mistakes <laughs> picking them. Uh, Purdue seems to be sinking, though. I mean, we, I think we may have seen their last stand for this season in Kinnick Stadium. They put up a good fight that day. They're playing a bunch of kids. And the longer this thing goes, maybe the more it's going to wear on those kids. But I don't know if Nebraska is going to yeah. come with enough fight to cover that number. But I'm with you. I'll stick my neck on the line again <laughs> and take the Huskers and... We'll see what happens. Yeah. Northwestern at Indiana, the Hoosiers, you wouldn't have dreamed this in September, but the Hoosiers are a 12-point favorite against Northwestern. This is a night game, which tells you what kind of a week this is, that this would be a night game. But, but the Hoosiers are a good story. Mm-hmm. They're 6-2. and two, They're bowl eligible with four games left, feeling pretty frisky, scoring a lot of points, 31 points or more the last five games. I don't care who you're playing. That's doing something. And Northwestern has scored in the Big Ten a total of, like, minus points. You know, it's just been dreadful, as we saw last week. Mm-hmm. 12 points is still a lot, though. You think the Wildcats can rise up and cover? No. Put it that way. I uh... <laughs> Put it that way. No. <laughs> I, uh, I almost uh... – No with a little spittle. Yeah. <laughs> I almost uh, – th- uh... 
was going to bet early on in the year. I think it was seven was the total victories for Indiana, and I thought that might be a good bet um, and probably should have maybe put that on there, but, you know, I had better things to do with my money at the time. Uh, but, yeah, no, I don't I don't see anything coming out of Northwestern this year, and I think Indiana has a, you know, a decent offense. So mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be definitely going to be enough. I, I don't know if this will be a runaway, but I think that, you know, it's two teams going in opposite directions, and Indiana's got things going nicely. And, I, you know, it's one of those games where Vegas probably wants to make the number higher but doesn't dare. So 12 it is, and I think the Hoosiers cover it. So, yeah, 12 by Indiana, that would be. So we agree on that. Yep. How about this one? Rutgers is at Illinois. Illinois is a 21-point favorite. Rutgers is coming off a win, which I might have to repeat that. Rutgers is coming <laughs> off a win. It was against Jerry Falwell Jr. Is there any more of those types of schools that they can play? As well? Unfortunately, no. They they played. They beat Massachusetts and, and Liberty, and this week Massachusetts plays Liberty. And if that game's on TV, <laughs> those have to. Unplug your TV. Oh, my gosh. Unplug Massachusetts it. is playing Liberty. Yeah. Different. Shoot the – How are we not picking that game? <laughs> because I don't want to acknowledge it exists. <laughs> yeah. those, are, those are actually the three, I think, worst teams this year. Rutgers, Liberty, and Massachusetts. Yeah. And Rutgers got two victories Rutgers over them. How about that? Cleaned them both out. Yeah. Rutgers has scored 14 points over five Big Ten games. That is – Horrific! It is it is the worst Big Ten football team that there's been in the years I've been doing this. Illinois is pointed toward a bowl game. I mean, they're four and four. They've got this game. They've they've still got to play Northwestern at home. They should go six and six and go play in some uh, unremarkable yeah. bowl somewhere. But they're feeling good about yeah. life. They no, went to Purdue get... and owned them. Especially yeah. I mean, they, after losing to Eastern Michigan and coming back. I mean, yeah. So, so 21 points, though. 21. So what is, the, what is this again? Rutgers, Illinois. In Illinois. Okay. Uh, Illinois by 21 points at Illinois. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm with you again. I think it's a great week to pick the favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, Illinois can shut them out, and they can fall into the end zone three yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Rutgers, were, I thought, you know, every once in a while you see another – you know, assistant coach take over for these coaches that get fired, and you think you know he can at least get them inspired to play tough one game. And I thought maybe that game was going to be uh, a couple of weeks ago when Rutgers was playing somebody. I can't remember who Minnesota. I thought maybe they wouldn't get beat by twenty nine points or whatever mm-hmm. the spread was, and they couldn't even keep that close. So mm-hmm. I have no belief in Rutgers. Um, locks of the week. Well. I looked at uh, what happened with our locks this year, and uh, uh, for the record, um, I mean, I I hadn't been real good, but my locks that did win was Syracuse, Auburn, uh, Oklahoma, and Houston under, and Hawaii. But uh, I saw what you did with your locks in picking Notre Dame twice, and uh, I kind of want to jump on that. Uh, so I am going with Notre Dame this week. And I'm going to pick them uh, to beat Virginia Tech by 17.5 points. Uh, are they at home? Yeah. Okay. They Boy, they were bad Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> Michigan made them look bad. I thought Michigan yeah. played very well. But who saw that coming? Yeah, we did. Me and you. Well, we, uh, we picked 
Michigan to cover. We didn't say Michigan would <laughs> to stomp a mud hole in Notre Dame. <laughs> I guess that's where it would run like they did. <laughs> uh, okay, Notre Dame. Well, good luck to you. Yeah. I am going to take another favorite in the Big Ten, Michigan. Michigan minus 21 at home uh, at Maryland. Oh. Hmm. A lot of points on the road. But Michigan has a defense, and it's, like we've said, they're playing their best ball right now. Maryland had a nice September and then went bye-bye. Uh, at home, Penn State destroyed them. They're just, I don't think they're a very good team. I think that it's, you know, when these two teams have played each other, Michigan, the last four years, Michigan's won by an average of 33 points. No reason this won't be any different. Michigan feeling its oats, goes to Maryland, pounds them. Well, after Maryland started 2-0, and I went on the Elite Sportsbook and I picked Maryland to win the Big Ten Championship for X amount, and I don't think that's I hope that, that X amount wasn't more than like 89 <laughs> cents. <laughs> yeah. Oh, know. my God. <laughs> Yeah. What did you think? Because they well, who, did, thought, who, did, who did they beat the first two weeks? I thought, you know, they well, Garden know. City. I and thought maybe just in case we have some miracle season, you know, I want to get in early on. There was only a dollar I put on it. So okay, good, good, you know, good, good. Uh, That's eleven know. cents too yeah. much. But, <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, I wanted to also. I I prefer to just forget things that are said that go haywire. But two weeks ago. I told people, get on the Washington Nationals to win the World yeah, Series you did. at you plus did. 160. Yep. So for everybody out there who did, this is your weekly reminder. I do accept gratuities. Yep. And uh, did you? Get no. On? Yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I'm not a gambler. <laughs> yeah. Well, I still have chances left this year for a couple of uh, bets. I got Iowa to win the Big Ten Championship at 14 to 1. So uh, I only put five bucks on that. That'd be 70 bucks. If they were to get it. So you need five wins. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also have Baylor still. This is a, terrible. I have Baylor to win the national championship at 200 to one. I just put uh, $1 on it. So I could get, but if you actually bet on it now, it's 250 to one. How can that be? I know. Right. So <laughs> they win their first seven games and the odds <laughs> and, get worse. Yeah. <laughs> so it's insane is what I thought. So <laughs> I don't know how that now, happens. What made so. you do that before the year, though? Because nobody thought uh, they were well, going to be. I picked a, just a couple of, I picked three teams to win the national championship that kind of were pretty far odds. But I kind of looked at their schedule and thought, well, if they kind of rise up in their conference, there's a crazy chance. And so I, like I said, it's only a buck that I put mm -hmm. on these teams. So, uh, so I picked Baylor. Another team I picked is Utah. And then I think I picked South Carolina. That South Carolina one was over the first week, but but uh, I mean, slim chance for Utah, I guess, still. But well, so we're taping this on Thursday. Baylor plays tonight against West Virginia. Will you be like on pins and needles with that game? <laughs> I don't. I just threw that one in away. Uh, like I said, I should make that two fifty bet just to hedge my bets now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, God, geez, all right. Well, uh, look, at the, they play Oklahoma and well, Texas at home, right? Yeah, and, hey, I had Rice to win Conference USA, and they are 0-8 right now, so I don't think that one's coming. What were the either. odds, a million to one? And it was, uh, what, uh, 250, or so I got two bucks to win 500, so. Yeah. yeah. And I had San Jose. You know, you'd have been better off buying $2 yeah. worth of rice. I do, yeah. <laughs> I do have the field. Um and I don't even know what the field is at this point uh, to win the national championship. The field. That's yeah. everybody. 
Yeah. Yeah, I want some of that. What <laughs> yeah. are the odds? 301. Even so. money. <laughs> no, so I think it, they, they didn't really specify who the rest of the field are. It doesn't say the rest of the field. It just says the field. The so. field. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm, I, I got the parking lot at 500 to 1. <laughs> Which field? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next week we're going to have football to talk yes, about. We'll have Wisconsin-Iowa. We'll have Iowa State and Oklahoma. Minnesota-Penn State. We're going to have a great bunch Alabama, of games next LSU. week. Alabama, LSU. Yes. Yep. So all the periphery will be out of the way, and next yep. week will be hardcore Let's Talk Gambling. Yep, yeah, exactly. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.